Welcome to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life. My name is Coach JC, and I am your coach. Each week, we bring you an inspiring, winning story, an empowering, motivating, winning word so that you can be your best and win more in life. Thank you for joining us today, and now it's time for you to be Fit for Duty and Fit for Life. All right, guys. Hey, this is Coach JC with Fit First Responders and FFRonline.tv, and I am super stoked to have you with us today. We have an amazing podcast set up for you. We have one of our very own heroes and firefighters that I'm going to introduce you to in just a minute. But uh, before we do get there, if you are a frequent listener of this podcast, then you know that this podcast is all about you being fit for duty and fit for life. And one of the things that we honestly uh, spend a lot of time on on FFRonline.tv, and, and you know it, is just like you train your body, you train your mind. And we kick every podcast off with an FFR winning confession. So all of our returners, you know what to do, baby. You'll repeat after me. Say it like you mean it. Own it. Claim it. And all of our first-timers, you'll just say this winning confession after me. It goes a little something like this. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am powerful. I am unstoppable. I am a winner. I am fearless. I choose faith. And last but not least, you are. I am fit for duty. I am fit for life. There it is all day. Again, this is Coach JC. You are fit for duty. You are fit for life. Man, at FFRonline.tv, man, we are in it with the four pillars, focus, fitness, food, and family. And today, our guest that I'm about to introduce to you, man, I'm super stoked because they are doing amazing things for health and wellness uh, with our firefighters on a national level. So let's jump right in and introduce our guest. Today, I'm super excited. We have uh, the man himself, Mr. Dan Kerrigan. And Dan Kerrigan, and I have an amazing bio here, what he's doing. He is the co-author of Firefighter Functional Fitness, the essential guide to optimal firefighter performance and longevity. And we're going to dive into that and what all that means. Uh, but basically, it's a comprehensive approach to firefighter fitness and health based on their four pillars that we're going to get into. But Dan Kerrigan, um, he is a co-author, like I mentioned, and he's also the assistant fire marshal at East White Lynn Fire Department in PA, that's Pennsylvania, a 30-year fire service veteran. Uh, we thank you, Dan, for your service. Uh, he is a passionate advocate for firefighters nationally on health and fitness. 
uh, spending time researching on a daily basis and presenting on a national level and, uh, and, a, and is also a published author with many of the publications out there when it comes to fitness, health, and wellness. So without further ado, let me introduce you to, uh, to the man himself, our hero out there, Mr. Dan Kerrigan. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Coach. How are you doing? Man, I am living the dream, man. I am super <laughs> excited to have you on here today. We appreciate you being on our podcast. Uh, that, no, uh, really, it's me that should be thanking you. Uh, any way we can get, and you know this from what you do and all the great work you do, any way we can get this message out to more of our uh, our fellow firefighters and public safety professionals, uh, yeah, however we can do that, it's it's great. What a great opportunity to be here and be able to chat with you today. Really appreciate it. Well, I, and it's and it's really cool because I, I mentioned this earlier before we kicked the podcast off that you know all of our uh, our podcast guests and I say all of them ninety percent of them majority of them we have guests on that were referred by a first responder out there. So basically, it's a firefighter that emails or or Facebooks or or is on FFRonline.tv that says, "Oh my gosh, JC man, you would love what this guy is doing. He, he he's changing the game in fitness and in, in the firefighter world." Or or we can have a psychiatrist on that somebody referred or or a combative training, whatever area it is that we bring guests on. You know, uh, it's it's because you were referred. So I say that to say, man, it's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't know you before this podcast. I got to research a little what you're doing, and I'm super excited to share the mission and the vision you're on. But it's pretty cool that people out there are catching on and really understanding what you do is important. I think that's important for you to hear because a lot of times, man, uh, you put so much in. And I see the book and, and everything you're doing. That's great. And, and it's it's hard sometimes if you don't see an amazing return. And just like we do at FFRonline.tv, I know your heart is about serving and helping your fellow firefighters and, and giving back in a way so that they can ultimately be fit for duty. So we're super excited, man. I want to dive right in with it uh, today. Before we do go there, I don't want to leave out uh, your teammate. Can you tell us a little about and include him in this? Man, why did you become a firefighter? Why do you do what you do? Let us in the in the world in the life of Mr. Dan Kerrigan, if you could do that. Sure. Well, first, I just I just want to say it's incredibly humbling to know that that somebody would would reach out to you and 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 point you in our direction. Uh, it, it really is. I mean, we 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 certainly want to get that message out to everybody we can, and that's just kind of it's nice to hear that reaffirmation every once in a while that that. Uh, maybe what we're doing is is sinking in a little bit, you know. So we got a lot of work to do, but we're we're going to keep going on and doing it. Um, Absolutely. As far as far as myself, uh, I, you already had said. I mean, I, I've been in the fire service for over 30 years now, and and I think to sum it all up, it really wasn't. I didn't really even have a choice, so to speak. I, I grew up in a family of uh, public servants, firefighters, police officers, and the like, and uh, so you know, my earliest memories were basically growing up in a firehouse, uh, somewhere, somehow, uh, volunteers, career folks, it, it, it's all the same to us. It doesn't matter. Uh, so I really didn't, I don't really know what else I would do to be quite honest with you if, if you took that away from me. Uh, so, um, that's about pretty much about how, I, how it came about with me. Um, my partner, Jim Moss, uh, yeah, it, equally, uh, you know, passionate about firefighter health and fitness. And, and we started to collaborate. Uh, of course we met on social media, like most people do these days. Right. Uh, but, but we noticed that both of us were being strong and passionate advocates for firefighter health and fitness and realizing that we have what we like to call, uh, unfortunately an epidemic in our business. Uh, and 
so we we kind of connected via social media and at one point we agreed to uh co-write an article which was pretty well received through uh fire engineering magazine and it kind of took off from there we decided we were going to put together initially a, about an eight pay eight eight part article on what ended up becoming what we call the big eight of functional fitness which is what's in the book and it kind of started out informally us joking about how you know we we have enough material here to write a book and actually really get the message out and then one day it just kind of became real and we started uh, we started doing it uh we're very lucky i want to give a big shout out to david solar and firefighter toolbox who is our publisher and also our good friend and partner uh who who pretty much shared the, the vision that we had and really really supported us along the way uh when we approached them about this this idea and uh you know i encourage all the firefighters out there that are listening to head over to firefightertoolbox.com for many many great resources on not just health and fitness but anything having to do with the fire service uh and so i really want to thank him for that as well uh really that's really in, in a nutshell i mean we we started out casual social uh like-minded firefighters that wanted to help as many as we could and now we've got this going on, and we're very excited about it. Man, I love it. I appreciate you sharing that with me. I mean, uh, how cool. We just actually, uh, not too long ago, had the chief on. Uh, the chief, we call him. Obviously, you know who he is. Bobby Halton over at Fire Engineering Magazine. Um, so that's really cool. And then, He's uh, such a great guy. Such a great. I, I, I'm blessed to have a friendship with Chief Halton. It really, really is an amazing person. He is amazing. And, and if, if you're listening right now and you did not hear that podcast, you definitely want to go back and listen to the podcast with the Chief, Chief Bobby Halton of Fire Engineering magazine. He's doing amazing things. You know, I've spoken with a lot of guys in the first responder world, Dan, and uh, man, chief, the chief is just so passionate to help and serve and give back. It's humbling to have conversations. Yes, it is. And we had him face-to-face -face in Tulsa on the podcast, so I think we were competing to see who could be more passionate. He's spinning wow. my face. I'm spinning his face. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, he's, he, I tell you what, I love talking to him, and he, there's no doubt about his passion, and there's, there's no doubt about, about uh, how, how serious he is about what we do, and he's, he's certainly one of a kind, and we're very, very lucky to have his support in all this. I agree. I agree. Well, let's dive right in. And, and you said, a, before we talk about the big eight, because that's intriguing. And I, I want to dive into that, the big eight of functional fitness that you guys created, um, you and, and Jim Moss, you know, we, we, we appreciate what he's doing as well, your partner uh, um, and, and co-author. And, you know, you said something really quick that, that I want to touch on, because I think it's important as a hero out there listening right now, you said, man, I, I really wouldn't know anything else different but firefighting. It's, it's my life. It's what I do. I, I was brought up in a, in a firefighting family. And, you know, that's so intriguing to me. And, and, and I'm going to just tie in a little story. I, I just got back, actually. Um, it's, it's January 2017. And we just had the inauguration uh, for the new president. No matter what your political view is, I, I don't want to get into that. I, I don't care on the podcast. You Don't send me hate mail if you're listening. It's not important. But what is important is uh, the story that I want to tie in here because we, we were fortunate and blessed to be able to uh, be invited to one of the presidential inaugurational balls. And the ball that we were invited to was the salute to the, um, f the, um, the uh, armed forces. And this year they added and first responders to it. And it's so amazing what you said 
was the response that I got from so many of those heroes in the room. Just imagine about 3,000 of the most decorated, you know, Army, military, Navy, Marines, uh, Coastal Guard, every, every, every uh, ranking you could imagine and think of, decorated out in their uniform and, and uh, you know, firefighters from all over, chiefs, captains, drivers, rookies, and, and uh, every, everybody in the police industry. And there wasn't too many uh, general population there. We were invited because of what we're doing with uh, Fit First Responders and FFRonline.tv. But exactly what you said, Jim, is the response I got from so many of them heroes out there. They don't even view themselves as a hero. They, they just view themselves as that's what, that's what I was born to do. It's, it's my duty. It's my job. It's all I know, and I'm, I'm here to serve. Well, we, we, yeah, we certainly I, – I, I definitely shy away from that, uh, that terminology. I think every, anybody in the fire service would. Uh, we don't like to be called heroes because we nobody, – nobody made us do this. Uh, you know, we – we all agreed and signed up, so to speak, on our own, and nobody's forcing us to do this, to do this thing. And it's a calling; it's not a, it's not just a job. So, uh, to be called a hero is not really something that we we take. <laughs> I know, I know why you're saying it, but we don't really, we don't really take a liking to that too much because we just feel feel like we're we're the ones that decided to do what we wanted to do here, and it's our responsibility. So, man, and that's that's part, absolutely part amazing. That's really all there is to it. Yeah, it's amazing, and, 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 you know, we've heard that before, speaking to the, the, the individuals out there, and, you know, we try to do our best every single day at Fit First Responders, our foundation, our nonprofit, is when we're fundraising, whatever we're doing, is to bring that back, though, that from a citizen's perspective, from, from, from a city's perspective, from administration, you know, we want to make sure that everybody listening understands that what you guys do, it's so self-sacrificing and serving the, you're the hometown military. If it's not for you, if it's not for the police, if it's not for what you guys do, obviously citizens can't do what they do. And so many times we take that for granted to have people in, a, in society like yourselves that every single day are willing to put yourselves in harm's way. And that leads me to the big eight because uh, it's not a secret, and you said there's an epidemic going on, and that's why FFR was created, FFRonline.tv, and that's why you're doing what you're doing. There is an epidemic going on, and, and there's a lot of first responders out there, and we don't send out press releases on this. You're not going to hear us talk about this on, on the media, but there is a problem when it comes to first responders, and we're going to bring it home for you to take it away, Dan, specifically to firefighters, doing their part to be fit for duty and fit for life when that call comes. To absolutely be ready. So I want to ask you that. What is really being fit for duty? Before we get into the big eight of functional mm -hmm. fitness, what does being fit for duty mean to you? Well, I think it it, it we'll t we'll rewind back to the very beginning and 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 the three cornerstones of our 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 approach, and that would be the three A's. And I would say that uh, it starts with your own um, accountability. Um, attitude accountability and action and and so on a personal level because really it comes down to every single uh firefighter police officer or whatever down to a personal level so i think being being fit for duty and i'm talking you know globally here mentally physically uh well prepared and trained in terms of technical proficiency i think being fit for duty first starts with your own uh, attitude and how you carry yourself and your own personal accountability and how much you are willing to own the decisions that you make as an individual, knowing what you know about 
what could happen to us and what what the history shows. And then lastly, it would be that taking that that I guess that intellectual agreement that so many of us have that that we are, you know, that fitness is a requirement of duty of uh, for firefighters and turning that into action and not just words. And that's where I think we fail, uh, generally speaking, as a fire service. That you can ask any firefighter in this country or the world if they think it's important that we be fit and healthy for duty. And of course, I would hope they would all say yes, but not nearly as many of us, unfortunately, for one reason or another, carry through with that into the action side of things. And that's what really we're trying to change. We, we really, you know, our mission is summed up in a simple sentence, and that's just to create a healthier fire service, one firefighter at a time. And, and that's what we're going to try to do. So we know we're in it for the long haul. Um, we know that we're, we're, this is more of a, a, a generational thing, but we feel like if we can get to as many people as we can now, that it, our hope is that 10, 15, 20 years from now, those young firefighters and, and, and potential leaders in the fire service that, that buy into what we're saying and how important it is, well, they're going to be the leaders of the fire service down the road, and we shouldn't have to be talking about this every day like we do now because it's going to become part of our culture is going to become ingrained in the fire service culture. So that's kind of where we're going with this. I love it. I love it. And, and I, uh, I, I want to hit on a few things you said there. The first thing I heard you say is you talked about, and when I asked you, you know, basically, you know, what does being fit for duty as a firefighter mean to you? And you threw out cornerstones, and I think you mentioned three, but I didn't hear, I don't know if you mentioned all three. Can you go over them one more time and what those mean to you? Because I think that's important, sure. not just from a functional fitness perspective, but from a life perspective. And we do a lot of personal development and coaching on FFRonline.tv, and you said attitude. You, you said being accountable. And Number so one, talk attitude. About so, yeah, sure, attitude, and it goes beyond, like you're saying, Coach, goes beyond uh, strictly the, the business of firefighting, so to speak. I mean, it's what, what is your attitude about, about what you've chosen to do? Like I said, we didn't, we didn't get forced to become firefighters, so ha what kind of attitude are you, do you have about what we do, and how seriously do you take the fact that uh, at any given moment you have not only your own life in your own hands, but the the lives of of fellow firefighters and the community that you serve. And of course, you know, recognizing that that hopefully that there's somebody out there that cares about you, whether it's your wife or husband or brother, sister, mother, father, you know, sister, brother, family, pet, doesn't matter. Somebody wants you to come home. So, uh, you know, your attitude uh, says a lot about uh, about you and, and how you're going to uh, approach the firefighting profession holistically, I suppose, uh, you know, is really where, where we're going with that. Um, and then, of course, accountability. We're talking about personal accountability and we're talking about, you know, you understanding and owning the decisions that you make. And every every time you decide to do something or decide not to do something, it's still a decision. Right. Uh, so whether you do it or you don't do it, you've made a decision either consciously or unconsciously that I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to work out, for example, or I'm going to do a better job of, uh, you know, getting seven or eight hours of sleep a night or I'm going to drink more water or I'm, I'm going to eat more sensibly. I'm going to eat healthy or if you decide not to do that, it's still a decision, is it not? So your your attitude says a lot about you and and in what you're doing and what you're projecting to others. 
Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've said a lot of times before that, that we all set an example every day. It's up to you what example you're setting though, because people are watching you no matter what. Right. So, and, and in the fire service, it's, it's, it's hyper, hyper extent, you know, it's, it's on a higher level. I mean, you know, everybody watches you, everybody wants to see, you know, what you have to say, wh how, how you're going to carry yourself and whether you like it or not, that's the way it is. So, you know, your own personal accountability is, is very important in that regard. And then of course, lastly, action. I mean, like I had mentioned earlier, you know, we can all agree that we need to be healthier, uh, you know, f for obvious reasons for the fire ground, but also for uh, career longevity, injury prevention, just spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, you know, whether it's physical fitness or cancer prevention or, you know, behavioral health, what, whatever it is, we can all agree, but we need to take that agreement and we need to actually put it into motion. And this is where we want more people to become motivated to actually take that step beyond agreeing with us that it's important and actually doing something about it. I love it. So uh, attitude, number one, personal accountability, number two, and action, the three A's right there. And those are three cornerstones of your functional fitness. Um, you heard it from the man himself right there. Uh, Mr. Dan Kerrigan and Dan let's talk about the action let's dive right in you mentioned earlier the big eight and and real quick before we go there we have first responders right now listening that are doing their part and uh, we thank you they're doing what they need to do to be uh, physically fit and and they're working out and, and they're doing what uh, what they think is right for their body and you know I get asked all the time well coach JC what's the best exercise for this and that and I always come back to say you know, it's it's the thing that you're going to do and continue to do over and over, and you're doing right. And, and so that's important. I think the people listening right now that are a first responder out there that may be active, man, you want to listen up. Because I know with your, the big eight of functional fitness that Dan's about to give you, man, you might be able to take one thing away. You never arrive. You might be able to take one thing away that could help you take your physical fitness to the next level. Now, we also, Dan, have the first responder on here that might say, hey, you know what? I'm listening. I tuned in. I'm part of FFRonline.tv. I just, I just signed up. Man, I'm broken right now. I'm, I'm trying to get mm -hmm. my health back. I, I have injuries, and we've seen a lot of these in the profession, and as sadly as it is, but you mentioned it earlier, there's an epidemic. that there are, The percentage of uh, those first responders are a lot more than uh, we wish to talk about, but at the same time, you're speaking to those two audiences. Absolutely. What are you going to say to them when it comes to here's the big eight? Let's talk about the big eight and why they need the big eight and what sure. they are. Well, the big eight's based on the on the whole the overarching theme of firefighter functional fitness, which is that we want to we want to exercise and do movements and replicate that stuff that's most commonly done uh, when we're out there working. So the things that we need to do most and be most proficient at and be you know, strong at or have the endurance for, uh, we want to mimic that in, in our exercises and movements when we're, when we're working out. Um, it's really, uh, it's, it's very simplistic actually, but we found that a lot of people don't quite understand that. So, uh, what, really what we did was we, we created this thing called the big eight, which is eight different components that we like people to focus on. And the first three, what I would call the base components are core strength, flexibility, and cardiovascular capacity. So not necessarily in that order. We usually say core strength, cardiovascular capacity, and flexibility. So uh, those three are the base, if you will, the base 
model or base stones of this wall, so to speak. And the next five that rounded out fall directly into that functional strength category, which would be push, pull, lift, carry, and drag. So what we're trying to say is we want you to not so much think about the old-fashioned way of working out where we worry about uh, – working out muscle groups, so to speak, you know, you know, the, the terminology, chest day, leg day, arm day, this day, that day, uh, you know, that, that kind of old terminology, it, it, maybe it works for some people, but what we really want people to focus on is those categories of the big eight and look at a comprehensive approach to your workout, your weekly workout programming that accomplishes all of those tasks and, and essentially put it in, I guess what I would say, firefighter speak. So it's easy to remember. It's easy to understand. And so that anything we're talking about within, for example, the push or the pull or the lift category, you're going to relate that to things that you do on the fire ground. And therefore the exercises that you perform are, are going to be designed to make you better at that because at the end of the day, that's what we do. Okay. It all starts with the core and we all know that as, as, you know, exercise, you know, trainers and, and so forth, we know that we need to have a strong core because if not, everything else is going to fail. So first and foremost, core strength, it's like that weak link. If you have it, it's a, it's a weak link in the chain. It's going to make everything else falter, right? So core strength is, is a, at the very most basic, uh, aspect of what we talk about. Um, Cardiovascular capacity, clearly very important for firefighters who typically work in that, you know, this, they work in that anaerobic state for the most part. So we need to be able to, we need to be able to function longer term, so to speak, in that, in that capacity. Uh, that's kind of where we live when we're working on the fire ground. So we've, we've taken cardiovascular capacity and we encourage, uh, the, the firefighters to use a combination of high intensity interval training and also endurance based cardiovascular training and a little bit of a mix of both. Right. The great thing about high intensity interval training is that you can also combine functional strength with it. So pretty much everything that we do has added value. Any exercise that I give you, if I put it in a certain format, it's going to also secondarily affect some other aspect of the big eight. Right. Of course, flexibility. We're talking about injury prevention uh, for number three here. Injury prevention is clear. I mean, we, we have, you know, probably about a 50 percent injury rate for as far as back injuries and, and, and the like uh, over the course of a career. Certainly uh, many, many medical retirements because of uh, back injuries. Uh, so we, we kind of focus on the knees, the back and the shoulders as our primary areas to focus on to you know, take care of. And then we move into the functional fitness aspects of the big eight. Like I said, the push, the pull, the lift, the carry, and the drag. And we do the exercises not so much because we're trying to work the arms or the legs, but we do the muscles, the exercises to focus on becoming better, more efficient, or building the capacity to do those movements, if that makes any sense. Absolutely, man. Amazing stuff. I love it. Um, I love what you're doing. I love the, the base. I, I love... Uh, you know what you're throwing out there. I didn't. I didn't know 50%. Uh, are you saying on the job or just over time, uh, over, over time. your career, over 50% of firefighters are deal dealing and retiring with back injuries? No, not necessarily retiring, but there are there is upwards. There were studies that show that upwards of 40 to 50% of firefighters at some point in their career will suffer suffer that sort of injury. 
right? And and the numbers are significantly are just as significant for uh, you know back injuries being one of the leading causes of on duty. We say on duty or line of duty retirements, wow. uh, you know, injuries that you cannot rehabilitate from enough to come back and go to work. So it's it's a significant issue. And it's something that uh, a lot of people, I think, overlook It's not just we don't just work out just to get stronger. And, and certainly we're not looking at trying to be buff. And it, our, our interest doesn't lie in six pack abs and th- that sort of thing. It, it, it Our interest is in functional strength, building your core being as flexible as you can and and all those things serve to help you reduce the chances of being injured on a job as much as they do help you reduce the chances of suffering a sudden cardiac event so uh, it's not just about getting stronger it's not just about having endurance it's about getting a firefighter through a 20 or 30 or 35 year career and being able to enjoy their retirement as well yeah and that's a great point you know we've been dan uh, at one of our sports performance facilities uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we've been blessed and privileged to train uh, some pro athletes in NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, NBA, and it's a very similar what you just said. I mean, the number one goal is injury prevention. If that pro athlete, if that pro firefighter cannot have the life of longevity like you, a 30 over 30 years, a 30-year fire service veteran, um, then obviously that's not the quality of life that any human being, but especially the pro athlete or, or the pro firefighter deserves. So number one, injury prevention, then functional mm-hmm. strength, which then leads to quality of life, fit for duty while you're on the job and off the job, and uh, hopefully leads to longevity, you know, quality of life so that you can live longer when you do retire. And, and you know, I think the thing about fitness that is so intriguing to me and that, you know, being in the so industry. So I lost you. Which... Yeah, you hear me now, Dan? You hear me now, Dan? Dan, you hear me now? Dan. I lost. I hear you now. All right. You sorry go. about that. I'm back. You hear me now? That's okay. Hear you now. Awesome. And I think th- I think the thing that's so intriguing about fitness is there's so many diseases and injuries that first responders deal with that are preventable by fitness and nutrition. They, they and, and I think I think so many times people perish for the lack of the right information. And we could talk all day about motivation and 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 extrinsic and intrinsic and why people don't work out and exercise and but I believe if if there's a first responder listening right now, I believe they want to take action. And I want you just, you know, I'm going to put you in the, in the hot seat for a second, if that's all right. And sure. I want to run you through the eight. And I just want you to give me, obviously, there's so many that we could talk about and, and do. And I think that's going to be for a later date. I would love to feature you and do some videos together and, and continue to help these firefighters out there win. But what's the Dan Kerrigan favorite core exercise, man? What is that? Oh, it would be any plank variation, I would have to say. Well, I, I could say planks, and I also am, am very fond of uh, kettlebell rack hold carries. Love them. Uh, so, Love yeah. them both, and, man. Yes, absolutely. I'm okay. a huge kettlebell fan, so I'm, I'm going to throw a lot of kettlebell stuff out there. Well, and that's why I love you when I looked <laughs> at your information out there. And, you know, so many times you see people in fitness, and, and I'm, not to, I'm not here to dog anybody. Again, I, I, no, I, want, of course not. I want people not doing, I want people doing something rather than nothing. But exactly. You got to get away from the old school, you know, and even so many testing and physical fitness evaluations and testing are still using, you know, a sit up test and all this, uh, you know, flexion. And I'm like, they don't realize yet what functional training really is and what it's all about. 
so that they can perform better on the job. So I'm throwing it at you. Cardiovascular capacity, you know, yeah, we talked about anaerobic and, and mm -hmm. high-intensity interval training. And what's your favorite way to increase that cardiovascular capacity? Give me an exercise. Give me a, a, a maybe it's an interval. What do you love sure. right now that I can take away from you? I would, I would tell you that increasingly week by week, I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of the, of the Tabata protocol. So I love pairing, uh, exercises in it's in a 20 second on 10 second off, uh, interval and doing high intensity pairs of exercises, supersets, uh, and, and with, with the short rest and you can put in five stations and get a great high intensity workout in, in 20, 25 minutes. So, uh, again, I, I use uh, body weight and I use kettlebells and, uh, and dumbbells, uh, you know, it just matters how you pair it up. Battle rope, battle hose, we use battle hose, but battle ropes are love it. excellent, excellent high intensity exercise. Um, kettlebell snatches. I love high intensity wise. Uh, it really depends on, you know, what you're doing with the exercise in terms of how hard you're working and how short your rest is going to be. But, oh. but I love that kind of protocol. We just did a uh, workout today, uh, similar to that, but we did a 40 second on 20 second off, uh, rotation with four different stations and, and it sounds simple, but you know, we always say simple is not always easy. So, uh, you know, when somebody says to do four rounds of, of inverted rows, 40 seconds on 20 seconds off, it sounds simple, but it's a lot harder than you think it is. Right. Of course. <laughs> well, and, and you, you said something in there that I want to pause and, and hit on really quick because the best piece of equipment you have right now, if you're listening, your I don't, body. I, I, yes. And I don't want you to get so caught up right now. You're listening to Dan and we're throwing out some cool, sexy exercises and you hear Tabata. You might not even know what that is. It's a, uh, we'll get into that in the other podcast, but it's basically working 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of recovery at a high intensity uh, interval. But if you're out there right now, start simple. You don't have to get caught up with kettlebells yet. Use right where you're at right now. Go to the basics. You could do jumping jacks. You could do push-ups. You could do high knees. You could do all so much with just your body weight. So don't get hey, discouraged hey. right now. If you don't have a gym, if you don't have uh, an equipment, it doesn't matter. Just get started right now. Okay, I'm putting you in the hot seat, Dan. Flexibility. Hey. Give me a great exercise. Come on. Give me one great well, I'm exercise. Gonna I'm going to go a little bit off off center here with you because I could tell you that uh, uh, the frog stretch is a great static stretch. Uh, but, uh, you know, I could give you some common ones, but I, I'm going to tell you what I really like for flexibility, and that's crawling. And then crawling has also because I'm I'm much more into dynamic stretchings for per se than I, I personally than static stretching, which I know is important after a workout. But crawling at a nice slow pace, uh, even just to get warmed up. I also like uh, walking lunges to to stretch out a little bit and and similar activities like that. Even uh, very slow and you know concentrated. Uh, uh, air squats are great for flexibility in terms of traditional. I love the downward dog. I love some of the other yoga poses that we can do to really stretch out a little bit like that. Um, I know you asked for one, but I could go on forever, <laughs> right? Uh, Dow rod hip hinges are great, right? Dow rod hip it. hinges are, are awesome. Uh, so there's lots of stuff and, and a lot of this is in our book. In our book, there's over a hundred uh, different exercises and movements in there uh, for, for, for all these that we're talking about. So, uh, you know, you know, coach, the flexibility, we could go on forever. 
Absolutely. I mean, we could do it. We could do a whole episode, a whole day on each of the base that we just talked about: the core, the cardiovascular capacity, and the flexibility. And Absolutely. then, and, and then you got the five of the strength, the functional fitness aspect: the push, the pull, the lift, the carry, and the drag. Now I'm gonna okay. put you in the hot seat right now, and I'm just gonna say, give me three that you'd say if I had to do a put, or give me five: a push, a pull, a lift, a carry, a drag. If you had to combine right now your top push, your top pull, a lift, a carry, a drag, and I'm going to walk away from this podcast. I'm going to go do it right uh -huh. now. Give me your top five, one in each category. Are you ready for it? Come on, Dan. <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm ready. All right. For the push, I'm going with the push-up. Plain it. and simple. Any kind of variation of that you can think of. The pull, I'm a huge fan of pull-ups. Again, another body weight exercise. For uh, what was the next one? The lift? The lift. Ah, uh, let me think. Lift, lift, lift. You know what? I'm going to go with the legs here because we, we, we do as much lifting with our legs as, as we do with our upper body. So for the lift, I'm going with squats. You got Definitely. To, right. Uh, carry. Carry. Um, any kind of variation of a, of a, of a, a carry, like a farmer's carry, a rack hole carry, an overhead carry uh, is, is probably one of my favorites. And the drag. The drag. The drag. Drag something. <laughs> drag, drag person. I mean, drag is right. We we have mannequins. We have that we can drag. Uh, we have you know lash a rope to a tire and drag it forwards. You know, uh, walking forwards. And and I'm gonna throw crawls in there. Love for, it for drag as well. Man, you did amazing on the hot seat right there. You gave the <laughs> listeners a lot of good stuff. And once again, There's if you're so listening, it's hard. <laughs> if you're listening, Dan said it. He has those in his book. You can grab a copy of his book. We're going to get to that in just a few minutes. FFRonline.tv, Dan. We have over, oh, man, I think it's 300 now in our exercise library and tutorial. I gotta have, I have got to get you on there um, of exercise variations, and we put them into different workouts and training protocols for the first responder athletes out there. So there's, and the reason I say that is this. There's so much information out there that I see a lot of times first responders, we live in an age of information overload. And sometimes you get you get overwhelmed and you say, what do I do? Where do I begin? And I think uh, what, what you said is key. Somebody could just pick a body weight push movement, a push up, a body weight pull movement, a pull up, a body weight lift. And you could do a body weight squat, a carry. You could find anything to carry and you could find anything to drag. You just showed them in 30 seconds how they do not need anything fancy to become fit for duty and Absolutely. fit for life. And if I you have a body, important. you can work out. And and I would add one thing to that, to, for the firefighters that are, that are listening, you know as well as I do, you have a whole engine bay full of equipment. So you do not need dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, rowing machines or whatever. You have – all you have to do is open the compartments on your fire apparatus and you have things in there that you can use safely and effectively to exercise with that also will probably increase your proficiency with them as well at the same time. That's a beautiful thing in all of our all of our law enforcement, listen our police, we uh, I mean we don't we don't know what you have in your in your vehicle but uh, get over to a fire station. I mean that's one thing that we've done at FFR Dan is we've in Tulsa we have bridged the gap and you see in Tulsa Oklahoma right now where our national headquarters is, it, our agencies now working together. How cool is it? 
when you I see love it. when you see police officers driving uh, in a police car up to a fire station, getting out and hitting a thirty minute training session at the fire station with the fire. What? I, I, I love, love it. That. I think you should all all police officers should be issued a fifty foot section of of hose because you could. There's a hundred exercises alone you can do with hose. So <laughs> it, it, it's pretty simple, right? Here, absolutely. I, I love it. I was just in Oklahoma last week actually teaching. So. Oh man, I wish I knew that you could have came in. I was in. Yeah, Edmund. Edmond. Yeah, it's just not far. In and out. It's about yeah, an hour. So it's great. Well, we'll we get you. A, a we'll get you to Tulsa again, man. You we'll get you out to FFR headquarters, and and we'll get you to get your book in some of the firefighters' hands here. And um, you know, we'd love to have you as a guest. And here's what I do want to do as we do close, because again, you know, I'm gonna respect your time and the listeners, and we can go on all day. And we'd love to have you on in the future and and break some of these uh, pillars and uh, you know the, the 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 big eight down a little more and dig a little deeper. But I want to give you an opportunity right now to tell the listeners, man, Dan, I I want more. I'm a firefighter out there. I'm part of FFRonline.tv. I would love to support what you're doing, man. Where do I go to find you, Dan? Where do I go to find your book? Where do I go to connect? with you they might have a question uh where can they go to find you dan well the the, the book is available at firefighterfunctionalfitness.com it's very simple all one word firefighterfunctionalfitness.com so if you're interested there's also uh, uh a couple of free uh reports on there that we've done uh that are downloadable for free you don't need to pay anything for them uh anybody's more than welcome to email myself at my email address is dancarrigan911 at gmail.com, and Jim Moss, my partner, is jimmoss911 at gmail.com. So we make it simple. We're on Facebook at Firefighter F Fit. We're on Twitter at Firefighter F Fit. And we're on Instagram at Firefighter Functional Fitness. Uh, I'm open, and, and Jim, I think I can speak for him as well. We're open to helping anybody, anytime, uh, whatever we can. So it's w- w- when you contact us, we actually reply and we talk to people and, you know, we, we try to help them any way we can. So, we, you know, we're, we're real people and we're firefighters that love the job just like the rest of you guys out there and girls. And, uh, we, you know, however you want to get a hold of us, feel free to reach out. I love it. I love it. Dan, once again, that's Dan Kerrigan, uh, the co-author of Firefighter Functional Fitness and Assistant Fire Marshal in East Whiteland, Pennsylvania Fire Department, a 30-year fire service veteran, busy as could be, uh, writing books, serving the community, and still making time to give back on a daily basis. And we appreciate you, Dan, giving back today on FFRonline.tv, the podcast Fit for Duty and Fit for Life. Man, go back. I want to encourage you right now if you are a listener go back uh get get a little more of those three cornerstones your attitude accountability and action go back and listen and put together uh, a little a little uh, proactive game plan for you right now with the big eight of functional fitness that dan gave you um, and we want to encourage you, get out there, get his book, get out there, connect with them. He gave you the Twitter, the, the Facebook, the Instagram, a uh, personal email. What? How many people do that, especially in his position, as busy as you are? So once again, Dan, as we close, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being our guest today. We are honored. We are grateful. And we wish you the best. We're believing for great success in your life, that this year will be the greatest life that you're going to touch and reach all the firefighters out there. Like you said earlier, your mission, very simple and profound, creating a healthier firefighter, one firefighter at a time. Is that right? 
creating a healthier fire service, one firefighter at a time, right? That's what we're doing. And I want to thank you actually for the opportunity. It's, it's really, it's been a pleasure and we're, we're always humbled when, when we get asked to be guests on, on, on shows like yours and, and you're doing great work out there and hopefully we can, can, you know, touch base again soon. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful. You are welcome. We thank you. All right, our listeners, that is your podcast for today. That's your show with Mr. Dan Kerrigan. We're super stoked. We're super excited for you. And if you're listening right now and you are the finest and the bravest, the baddest and the toughest, you know, I say it every single time. We thank you from the bottom of our heart for what you do being our hometown military right here in our communities and our towns. Don't forget, get on social media, connect with us at Fit First Responders, and also FFRonline.tv, the nonprofit. Remember, 20 days, absolutely free. And if you decide you want to do something after that, remember, all it is is a donation. Uh, It is a nonprofit. We go out there and fundraise to be able to serve those that deserve to be served and honor those that deserve to be honored. This is Coach JC, and one more time, I just want to remind you, if you're listening, that you are fit for duty and you are fit for life. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for doing your part to be fit for duty and fit for life.